0: Imagine a world where you can work less and focus on what brings you joy in life, a world where burnout is a thing of the past. Well our friends over at Uncut Gems have the perfect video editing solution for you. Say goodbye to time-consuming, creatively draining, sleepless editing nights, and hello to cost-effective peace of mind. With Uncut Gems, your videos aren't just outsourced, they're elevated. Through their easy-to-use video editing service, you can save money without compromising quality and receive the most important treasure of all, your time. And right now, they are offering all of our listeners 75% off on your first order. So head over to UncutGems.com and use code WAYWARD75 at checkout so that you can kick that backlog in the face and get back to being excited about your business what's up guys welcome back to the films we make podcast this week i am talking about something that i never thought i would actually share publicly um just thought i'd always keep it more so for myself and my inner circle and just hiding it away from the world because honestly i'm embarrassed about it i I'm just so mad at myself, or I used to be mad at myself. I will say, obviously, I've healed from this situation, but it was such a crazy mistake that I made early on in my business that almost cost me literally my house, almost cost me my freedom, my business, everything that I worked so hard to build up until that point. It just all could have vanished just like that. And... So yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be a good episode to dive deeper into that, to share my struggles, my my heart, my vulnerabilities, my challenges, my mistakes, because I think through that is where we can really experience growth. And I really do hope that this episode helps in some way. Maybe it resonates with you. Maybe you're in your business now and you're, you're thinking you're doing everything right, but you listen to this, and you're like, wait. Oh, do I need to like revisit some things? Do I need to check some things out? Because maybe I'm not doing everything right. And so that was kind of my situation. So hopefully this can help you in some way. And if you're tuning into the podcast, I just want to say thank you so much for listening and for tuning into every episode. It really does mean a lot. And I, I really do enjoy putting these together for you guys. And uh, honestly, I just hope you get a lot of value out of it. So without further ado... Let's go ahead and dive in to this week's episode all about my $30,000 mistake. So I've made a lot of mistakes in my life and especially in my business, but probably the biggest and honestly the scariest mistake that I ever made literally cost me $30,000. And I'm not exaggerating that for dramatic effect or for clicks. This is a true story that almost cost me everything in my business. Now, if you're in the beginning stages of your wedding film career, you're learning the ins and outs of your camera, storytelling, video editing, all the things that are super important to creating your own unique style. Easiest mistake that often gets overlooked is really the logistics, the actual business that you're creating. That means registering your business, obtaining your federal and state tax ID numbers, opening a bank account choosing your business name getting liability insurance developing a business structure all of those things that are equally important if not the most important thing that you should do first when getting started in your wedding film business especially if you're trying to build a legitimate and trustworthy brand now i started filming weddings in 2012 and it wasn't until 2016 that i did all of these things and that's in part to the fact that I didn't know that I really wanted to film weddings for a living. I didn't know that I wanted to be an entrepreneur or own a business or do all those things. I was still just figuring out my life. But even though I was still figuring it out and just doing it as a hobby, the first mistake that I made was not having a proper contract. Having a contract is just going to legitimize this service that you are offering to your couple. It's going to protect you. It's going to protect them. It's just smart business to make sure that you have some form of contract involved in any type of service, anything that you are getting paid for make sure that there's a contract involved. Because in those formative years for me, I almost got sued and you can find that video up above if you wanna check that out. It wasn't a very fun experience and there are a ton of helpful resources out there now that can get you started, get you a solid contract so that you can be smart in your business, you can safeguard your assets and just legitimize everything that you're providing for your couple. So if you're in the infancy of your business and you need a proper contract, something to just help you get started, check out thelegalpage.com. She has a ton of amazing resources that can really just pave the way to getting a solid, legitimate contract started within your business. And if you're interested in reading over the one that I've used consistently within my business, you can find this available for download in the description and you can get it for free. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can find it there. And for disclaimer, I will say, just make sure that you're still getting a lawyer in your state to look over this stuff, to make sure that you're following the rules that everything in this contract is legit and it's covered by your state. The last thing you want is to run into any any legal issues and all of that jazz. It's not fun. So even if you download these free resources, still make sure that you reach out to the proper professional. Now, before I get into my $30,000 mistake, I have to really address another mistake that I made early on in my business. Back in 2016, you know, I was booking a ton of weddings. I was thriving. I felt super successful. This was my first full-time year. I had booked 42 weddings. I was just killing it all up until we reached the end of 2017, where I just got hit with a wave of depression, burnout, and felt that. I was just going in the complete wrong direction within my business. And so, of course, I sought out some help from some mentors and people who uh, just had a little bit more business sense, more business acumen, so to speak that could help me just get out of this funk and help me pivot my business in the right direction. But little did I know that this pivot would also lead to more depression and more burnout. And that second mistake really was scaling way too fast. You know, the year is 2018. I was finally coming out of my burnout from the previous 42 wedding season, and I kept hearing the advice oh, you need to scale your business. You need to bring on more people. You need to offer more services. And so I'm digesting all of this information. I brought on a few video guys. I hired an associate photographer. I raised my pricing. I started offering photo services and video services and bundled those together in one package. And honestly, at the end of 2018, I was more depressed than ever. And that's because I was spending way too much in overhead. I had added a whole nother service to my already list of to do's and I was just creating more work for myself and honestly that just killed my creativity because I was getting so burnt out in the work but I had no money to really show for it I was scaling way too fast and honestly I just tried to reach my destination before I even got in the car I was way too impatient and honestly I only cared about being the number one wedding videographer in my area the person that everyone went to the go-to guy instead of really allowing my business to grow, allow myself to grow as an artist and as a storyteller. And at the end of the day, when I looked at my brand, I just felt this intense disconnect. There was just no personal connection and the weddings that I was doing just did not excite me. I had just become your average run-of-the-mill, traditional, point-and-shoot wedding videographer. Now, I could argue the fact that this mistake also led to a $30,000 mistake just because of the contracts that I had paid out that year, but honestly, this was not the scariest mistake. This was just a a lesson that taught me that this is not the right path for my business, and I needed to pivot into a uh, more simple direction, honestly. Now, while those are two big mistakes that I really hope resonates with you. This last mistake, the reason that you all clicked on this video, the biggest, the scariest mistake I've ever made in my business. It's December, 2019, honestly, not that long ago and around the time that I actually started this YouTube channel. I had been full time for three years. I had filmed a total of 198 weddings brought in over $300,000 worth of revenue. I honestly thought I was doing everything right. I thought that I was a successful business owner. And that was all up until I received a letter from the IRS. Now, of course, my first thought is it's just a quarterly tax bill. No biggie. I'll go ahead and pay it. We'll be good to go. But that was the furthest thing from what was inside this letter. And that was a notice letting me know that my business was being audited. Now, if you don't know what audited means, it honestly, it's not good. It's not fun. It is probably the worst experience I've ever dealt with in my entire professional career. It's essentially the government dissecting every aspect of your business, pulling things apart, And making sure that you're doing everything right, that you are paying your bills, that you're paying your taxes, really. And so I had to schedule a call with an auditor. I had to do a phone interview. And on that call, I asked what really was going on because I had no idea what was really happening. But essentially what triggered this audit was the fact that I had been in business for three years, but I had not paid any type of sales tax within my business. And since 2003, apparently wedding videographers are responsible in the state of North Carolina for collecting and paying sales tax every single month. Now, I was completely oblivious to this responsibility because I was under the impression that a tangible product was something that you could actually hold. And since I was producing wedding films, it was, you know, a digital product that I was sending my couples, I didn't think that that f- fell under the same umbrella. And I was just so consumed by everything else in my business that it honestly wasn't top of mind or even a thought at all. So, as you can imagine, I completely panicked. I did not know what to do. I was calling everyone I knew that was in business that could give me some more insights. And so, called my dad, called my mom, called my friend who's a financial advisor, and they all recommended that I reach out to a CPA, someone who could help me handle this situation and make sure that I had everything taken care of so that I just, you know, ultimately didn't go to jail. So I hired a CPA, we ran through my books, we did all the numbers, I gave him all my profit and loss, I gave him everything that he needed, So I'm sitting in my CPA's office and thinking to myself, well, it can't be that bad, right? Then he comes in, he's done his due diligence, he's done all of the things that he needs to do. And he says, so I've got bad news and I've got worse news. Basically, there was no good news about this situation. So he looks at me and he says, so it looks like you owe the IRS $30,000 and it's due within 30 days. And if you don't pay them the full amount within the 30 days, you could face some time in prison. I was just like, oh, is that all? Or (laughs) I I thought there was bad news here. So obviously I was even more freaked out and I went into a severe pit of depression at that moment. So I've just been hit with this huge bill And now I have to figure out a way to pay the IRS $30,000 within 30 days or everything that I know and love just comes crumbling down. All those years of learning the ins and outs of filming weddings, building a business is gone and possibly my freedom. (laughs) So as you can imagine, this was an insanely stressful time in my life and in my business. And I honestly didn't know what to do. And so I just reached out to my financial advisor friend. I talked to my mom, talked to my dad. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I am just lost here, Like, because I can't make payments on it. They won't let you make payments on it. It has to be the full amount. And that was just another stressor, because I'm like, well, can I just make payments? Like, what can we do here to figure this situation out? And you just couldn't do that. So I thought that was just, of course, it's just like, let's add some more fuel to the flame here. So. I called my financial advisor friend again, and I just looked into if I could pull money from my investment in my retirement accounts, because thankfully I had set something like that up when I started my business, but I just didn't have enough in those accounts to cover the full amount. And he ultimately didn't recommend that I do that because all of my money was just kind of in so many different things, and it would have just been a hassle, and I would have been taxed on that money. And it's just like, can I just like win? please. But then he recommended that I reach out to my bank and I take out a home equity loan. So thankfully, the house that I bought back in 2016, it had uh, accumulated some equity. So I had enough in my home that I could pull from to cover this bill. And that way it wasn't such a huge financial strain on me to like open up a, a credit card or take a personal loan out with like a huge amount of interest. Luckily, I had enough money in my own assets within my home that I could use to cover this bill. So that's what I did. I went to the bank, got my house appraised. I went through the process and luckily everything just kind of worked out. I was able to pay this thing off. I was able to pay the CPA and just turn the page and move forward within my business and just try to rebuild. Because honestly, I had never felt like more of a failure than I did in the year 2019 when I got hit with this thing. It just made me feel like I was just so stupid that I didn't realize that this was a part of business. This is what you have to do. You have to pay sales tax, income tax, Social Security, Medicare, all the things that you just don't really think about because you're so focused on the creative, you're focused on the art form. You don't want to think about the logistics because that stresses you out or that's just not your forte. And trust me, that's literally what I had to learn the hard way is that business comes first, creative, and the art comes second. And If you learn anything from this video, I hope that it's just to make sure that you are following the proper protocols. Look into all of these things. If you have to owe sales tax, because I know some states you don't, which I envy you if you don't have to pay sales tax, but definitely look into this. If you're in a state that requires this and what that percentage looks like so that you can charge accordingly within your packages so that every single item that you sell goes into the proper funnels and channels of taxes and sales tax, income tax, whatever it is. Don't end up like me with going three years in your business without paying sales tax or realizing that you have to pay sales tax and then getting hit by the IRS with an audit and telling you that you owe X amount of dollars, an unrealistic amount of money. And honestly, this was the worst mistake and the worst time of my life, you know, and not to mention this was like around COVID time where everyone's business shut down and everything was just at a standstill. And maybe I saw this as just a turning point for me. I saw this kind of as a silver lining that maybe I just need distraction. Maybe I need a different path right now to just decompressed from this situation to just really figure out what I want to do within my life, in my business and career. And so that's what I did. I got a day job. I Weddings weren't happening because of COVID. And it was honestly nice. I actually really enjoyed my time away from weddings. And then after a few months, I started to just rekindle that passion of wanting to film weddings again. And Thankfully, things were just kind of turning in my uh, my favor and I was booking more weddings and business was looking good and I started making YouTube videos and then YouTube started picking up and, and my business was slowly building its way back up. And honestly, the lesson that I've learned and the moral of this story is that failure really only happens if you give up, if you completely quit, that's when you fail. It's not about really what happens to you or if you get hit with this tax bill or if you don't book enough weddings in a season. That's not failing. Those are just low moments. And as long as you stay resilient, as long as you just keep going, keep pushing forward, you will find exactly what you're looking for, and you will find success no matter what. Because life is full of highs and lows, and Thomas Edison said that, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. So thanks for listening to this video, to my biggest mistake that I've ever made in my career. I hope you guys have found this video helpful, refreshing, transparent, honest, sincere, whatever it is, I hope it's helped in some way. If it has, drop a comment below. Let me know what you thought of this video. If you've made crazy mistakes and you found the silver lining through those mistakes, let's be vulnerable together so that we can all grow together and make 2024 an awesome season for everyone. Thanks so much again, guys. And until next time, keep creating and telling beautiful stories. Peace.